Yeah, man. So we live state. So we're gonna be talking about various things going on right now. We got Cam Reddish, we got Emmanuel Quickly, we got Mitch Robinson. And what happened to me today? <laughs> this that's like still got me kind of stressed out. And you know, state is at home, man. So you know, this is the Dianix Podcast channel, the highest state of mind show. Uh this is I'm gonna play the instrument. I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> what the fuck is it? Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, man. Yes, so say, how are you doing today, man? I'm good. Get those almighty 4C hoodies, man. Oh, I'm wearing this hoodie right now. This is the Kobe okay. and, and, and you know Chris Childs fight. And all I'm wearing that and all that because that's what the Knicks been showing, they've been showing some fight, yeah, man. But that's this is problematic. I got one here too, I got one that I got from the light from um in my lifetime tees, you know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, man. I yeah, got that man, one, that's too, but I mean, you know, Kobe passed away, so it's kind of like weird a little bit. Low key, I got the idea from you because I remember you showed that shirt a couple, a couple pods, like it was like 15, damn, we did so many, it was like 15 pods back or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get right into it, man. Uh, Cam Reddish. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Before you even Cam Reddish, what happened to you today? <laughs> yo, man. Yo, going home like normal, you know, I'm fucking tired. This week, I'm so tired. I got I got a vacation coming up, so my mind is thinking of vacation. So I've been freaking like just moping and moping all week and shit, man. But anyway, you know, regular shit, going up the block like, like normal. There's a, there's a school bus in front of me. The school bus stops, right? So when the school bus stops, like, okay, oh shit, is he about to he about to pick up some kids or drop up some kids or whatever the fuck. Next thing you know, the motherfucker starts backing up, and not just a little bit, like like because I I was like almost like a car length behind the motherfucker. Then he just backs up and just and and like he wouldn't stop. And I'm blowing a horn, blowing a horn. The person behind me is blowing a horn, but they on top of me. I can't even move. And then he freaking cracks my whole um the grill and and pushes in my my um my hood a little bit. And and I think there's something to the tire too, man. So I mean, like, I mean, w- within an hour, you know, w- within an hour, because I had to go pick up my kids, so that, that's why I didn't really stop. So I had to go pick up my kids. So once I picked them up, and then like within an hour, you know, you know, I, the cars in the shop, and I already got my rental already, man. So you know, for that, that's how life is, man. As a grown up, man, shit gets crazy, man. But because you're a grown up, you got full coverage and all that shit. Everything is just taken care of, man. So you know, oh, one, one hand I feel bad, one hand I feel I feel feel good, you know. What what did you do that Thibodeau don't do? You adjusted. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I fucking made made it happen. I made I made apples out of oranges, man. It was a bad oh. situation. I got myself together and then made it happen, man. And oh, Tom Thibodeau sucks, bro. Oh my goodness, yo, I, yo, I, yo, he's so bad. And I know we on a three game win streak, right? And Matter of fact, before we even get into the camera stuff, like people kill me when they say like tanking. Like, no. People kill me when they say when they try to like downplay tanking. Everybody definition of tanking is different. My definition of tanking is you playing the young guys, all of them, regardless win or loss. Regardless. You're just playing young guys. But when you are playing a bunch of young guys, you're usually losing. So, so, you know, it ties a little bit hand in hand. And I think that, you know, I think that it's unfair to, like, say to certain fans, 
oh, uh, yeah, measurable, you this, you that, you the third. They just talking about what they see. That's all. I mean, it shouldn't be a problem if they complain that they don't like the product. I don't think I don't think everybody should watch this watch the Knicks in the same lens because we don't have the same eyes. <laughs> so if somebody else's opinion is different, I mean, you got to just respect it sometimes. So I, I don't like the fact that I get tagged in posts and people tell me I'm rooting for losses. Like I'm root, like I watch the Knicks every time and I'm rooting for them to lose. Like that's, I, I, I don't know. That's unfair. <laughs> Well, I mean, you you playing both sides of the coin, man. You, you're saying you want to tank, but then you don't mind if we win or lose. So that's not really tanking, because tank, tanking means that you're purposely trying to trying to lose. And I think I think if if not, if I think literally we when we, since we started playing um Deuce and these guys um, more often, we won three games straight. So I mean, like um tanking, quote unquote, playing the young guys is not necessarily tanking. It's actually a winning. You know, so you know it's, we we just in a bad we we in a bad fucking spot. I mean, the guys that are there, that are not producing, you're talking about Kemba and all these guys, they are in the Burks and whoever, known as the Wells, those guys haven't produced or even not even suited up, you know, all season. And then, you know, now we put Sims in, now we got um, Deuce in the, in the rotation now. You know, uh, this this guy Grimes is in the rotation, Cam is in the rotation again, but, you know, he's hurt or whatever. But, I mean, you know, now now the Tom Tilda's playing the whole roster, you know, that's what's giving us the wins. You know, and, and it's, it, it, I, seen, I feel like it, it put sunshine – and fucking Julius Randle's heart, because that motherfucker's his body language is, is like we thought it was it was nasty before. Now he looks like um he looks like a flaming homosexual, all the smile and the shit that he's doing out there on the court. You know what I'm saying? So, you know the tanking, you know it's still you know right now for us it's kind of like a good thing. I mean, when, I, hey, I mean then I tell you like a month or two ago, if they play the kids, they're going to start winning games. That's exactly what, that's exactly what I said. If you continue to play the vets, you're going to lose. I mean, hey man, what, what is playing, huh? So, so what do you want the outcome to be? Like the win? Like, do you want to like? Are you are you want to win or you want to lose? I'm at the point where I, like I don't even care right now. I just want to see progress from the kids and random. Like, it, it, as long as I see progress from them, like I, I don't really care because I don't want to think about. I don't want to think about. So I don't want to think about. Winning games, right? And we get the 11th seed, and then we don't make the playoffs, and then we get like the 12th pick, right? Because that's that'll blow my mind. Because that I think about that a lot. But then again, it's like, what if you win and you do get in the playing seed? Okay, cool. Like you salvage the season. Now, what if you get smacked in the playing seed? Now you're just one and done. So now you did all of that hard work for nothing. But at the same time, it's like. You still want to win at the end of the day, man. So it, it it's tough. It, it, it's tough. Like you you want to win with kids, and you want to see that certain guys like progress, and you want to see accountability. So that's what we've been seeing in the past three games. Well, not well, not a lot, but it's been getting better. And I think it's been getting better because we've been playing kids. And it's evident. I got a stat right here too, and it's crazy because we've seen the Deuce McBride and quickly. Um, combination i believe once earlier this season and we've seen it in preseason and it looked great so iq and deuce shout out to swimming pool iq and deuce has played 154 minutes together 295 possessions during which the knicks have a knicks as a team have 133 
91.9 offensive rating and a 91.9 defensive rating. It's impressive, yeah. That's impressive. <laughs> and that's kids playing. So, I mean, I, I, I can't wait to see Grimes come back. I'm just bummed out because uh Cam Reddish injured. And I guess you could show the tweet that um, I actually sent you in the DM. And it's funny because I remember you said to me, that I don't believe, matter of fact, it probably wasn't you, but I believe somebody said to me that Cam Reddish was injury prone. And, um, you know, and he was dealing with Achilles injury a little bit. So this type of injury might be a blessing in disguise. So let's see, man. So I mean, for all the doctors, you got you got Mike, um, what's it, the Mike Doc? I call it Mike Doc. He, um, he, he would know all about this here. I can't even pronounce this shit. The Acre. Acromioclavular, that's the AC joint. I know what the AC joint is. Uh, located in the, in the tip of the shoulder where the collarbone and the clavicle meets. Anyway, it's all this, it's, you know, all these fucking like words, man. He basically separated his shoulder. And one thing I know about separating shoulders is that the shit, once you separate your shoulder, it's always going to separate. It's going to constantly separate. So it's not the best injury, you know, and then, then, then you leave it open for you for your, um, what do you call it? For your, um, the, uh, What's this? What, what, what do they have it up there? Uh, well, the, the bone in the front, this um, collarbone, collarbone? The collarbone, yeah, the collarbone, it, it's right there on the screen, right there. I, I think, I think there's something in this. Hold on, give me, give me two minutes, real quick. Dog. Let me go downstairs, real quick. All right, I got you. Well, um, state is gonna get some, um, some Uber Eats right now, that's what he's getting. So, spoil, spoiler alert for anybody who wants to know. But I mean, the collarbone, you know, it comes loose too. They might, they might dislocate that, or it might leave it open to, to actually crack it. Because a lot of times, when you dislocate stuff, man, you you send little fractures into your into your body and stuff. So it's never it's never good, man. These um these things here. So I mean, right when Cameron seemed like he was right coming into his own a little bit, you know, maybe finally on his way to having that really really big breakout game, um, he freaking bangs his shoulder, man. I mean, all his weight came down on it, and the way that he was walking. The, the way that he had his arm slumped down, I, I was a, I was hoping that it was a stinger because it, it didn't look like it was completely separated. It looked like he might have just jammed his shoulder. But I mean, that shit was complete dis dislocation, man. That shit sucks, man. So I mean, you know, the Knicks are winning. The, the thing about the way the Knicks play, with um, you know, under under Tom Thibodeau, the way that we play is that it's a scrappy style of play. So the way that we play, it doesn't matter who's in the game as long as we continue to play like um, you know, reckless. The way that we oh, the way that we play. That we have a, a shot to um to get into the game because we make the other team frazzled, you know. Because on offense and defense, we're banging into guys, you know, all kind of stuff. We're making the, the defense be extra aggressive because we can't pass, we can't dribble. So the defense wastes a lot of um energy swiping at the ball and that type of thing. So I mean, it's kind of like a like a, I guess you want to say I don't know, you know, it's like reverse psychology on on, on offense and defense with with Tom Thibodeau, man. So. I mean, the way we played the last three games, I feel like I feel like if we played like that all year, that we we, we would have definitely had more more wins, man. But you know, it, it is what it is. We got a, a bunch of new guys here. We tried something, it didn't work, and we just kept trying things, kept trying things. Right now, we basically we uh, we um we basically are back to where we was doing last year, you know, which is like nothing, <laughs> you know. But doing nothing is exactly what we need to in order to win. You know, the the nonsense that you see on the court there. I mean, it's, I, I don't know what to say about that, man. So it, it's it's just it's rough to call as, as a as a fan, you know. It's just rough to call, but you know the the basketball guys want what they want, man. So you know, Cam Reddish, you know, everybody wants to, uh, to bench this guy for Cam Reddish, bench this guy for this guy, this guy for that guy. 
just look at all the guys that have been smited already. You know, Cam Reddish is gone. Uh, Grimes is now gone. So, I mean, you know, Tom Tibble's going to have to figure it out. I, I guess Rose is going to have to, is going to come back. And then we'll probably see like another jump in the win column with, with, when he comes back. You know, because I mean, you know, the way that, that Rose plays, you know, he's used to this dumb shit that Tom Tibble does, man. So it's, he's comfortable with him. You know, so we might be able to squeeze some wins out that way. Yeah, I really want to talk about the, this whole um, 4C, 12C, man. So when State comes back, we'll, 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 I'll jump on that. But while we're doing that, while he's while he's getting his Uber Eats, um, we got uh, Julian Bloom was good, my man. Yeah, that two-piece picture, man. It's so problematic because he passed away. I, as soon as I bought it, like, you know, later on, you know, that the second half of that year, I was looking to wear it in the summertime, and then freaking Kobe passes away. So I'm like, damn, man. So he's like, I can never wear that shirt because it's like, you asshole, Kobe passed away. You know, I, I could totally see that, man. But, I mean, you know, time heals all wounds, man. So uh, hopefully people will get the joke if, if I attempt to wear that one day, man. But, I mean, people really love that dude. I, you know, Kobe Bryant, you know, at the time he was, a, you know, he was he was tough to, to, to follow because he was so arrogant. But um, the arrogance, we, we just learned that he was just a savant. Anyway, so shout out to, to Kobe, rest in peace and all that. Um, Greg Castillo, what's good, man? <laughs> I ain't trading him for God. Yo, I, I keep telling State, I tell State all kinds of stuff, man. But you know, State just um he moves at the beat of his own drum. So I mean, we you know, we, we gotta we gotta get that shit written down, man. I'm I'm gonna write it down, Mr. Mr. Greg. And um we'll see if um maybe we can get you a free um some free merchandise for just for um for giving for reminding us about this. Cause I mean I've been telling state, I tell you, I've been telling him about that for the longest time. So I mean, like the, these um these um hoodies that he got. Um, the Almighty Four C. I was like, yo, man, why don't you get get um, you know, make some merch or something like that? Because everybody keeps stealing your fucking lines. I can't stand that. I hate it when people um, they they'll steal your lines, right? But then they won't support you. You know, they they they'll steal your lines because it makes them sound cool. But then, like I said, they won't they won't even um support you. They don't come. They don't um watch the pod. They don't they don't ever share the pod. You know, all they got is negative shit to say about you. You know, and that shit is whack. And then they always tagging you and shit, but then they can't fucking um support. Yo, you see that on the screen there with on um, Greg Castillo? You muted yourself, man. I got you. Hey, that's a funny shirt. I should make that shirt with the yo. Somebody on Twitter um tagged me in the original joint. He tagged me in a post and he had like a Yu-Gi-Oh card and it said, "You use this. You use this tweet." To block anybody who say um Trey RJ Barrett. So not matter of fact, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. But yeah, you know, I, I, my bro got too many orders right now. Like I just bombarded him with so much stuff. Like I want to give him like <laughs> give him like a couple days and stuff. Cause I want to get this guy, this other guy's order out, and I gotta get um another four X made. So I'm trying to do that before get that out the way. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I was just before you came in. I was just saying that people keep keep stealing your lines and stuff, but they always have you in bullshit. But then you never see the motherfuckers uh, resharing anything you do. You know, audio podcast, this podcast, they don't never reshare anything that you do, but they always tagging you in. I mean, yeah, you need to get cool. called out, man. Fucking weirdos, man. It's cool. I already said, like, I already said, some next the content people was like they they act like weirdos, like, and I really meant that when I said that. Like, I'm not taking that back. But, you know, that shit happens. Like, people steal people's lives all the time. I mean, free game. I think that's why I, I chilled on the Twitter spaces. I'm giving out free game. Like, you got to come to the pod if you want some good takes. Like, you can't. I'm just giving y'all a free game. Like, nah. You yeah. start the Twitter spaces, and I join yours. 
<laughs> yeah, Twitter space is getting kind of out of out of control a little bit, man. It is. You know, people people are, are going on. They're starting because it's easy to start. So they'll start a Twitter spaces, and they're not really, you know, like um having a conversation. They're just like there just to yell at everybody. You know, everybody wants to just have a, a live, you know, t- I guess that's what that's what Twitter wants. They want yeah, everyone they from, from typing to talking, you know? They do. And, yo, we want to know what's so crazy. Like, I, I want, I really want my flowers for this. So, last year, who's the only person you've seen down on Twitter giving out angry rants? It was me. <laughs> I didn't see nobody else do it. I see none of these other people showing their face, you know, on their phone, rah, rah, rah. Now, right now, my phone camera's broke. I'm leaving it broke for a reason. I don't know, because I know if I put it back on, I'm going to be shooting videos, and the Knicks are already making me feel like a dumbass because we on a three-game losing streak. But now everybody does the videos. I would like personally like my flowers, personally. Um, I'm seeing angry rants every day. I don't even want to post a video. <laughs> I see it, too. You know, but like like you said, like like um, what is it um, uh, copying is like the greatest flattery, whatever the fucking um something is. Oh oh oh, it is. I mean, it, it means that we doing a good job. That's all that yeah. means. I can yo. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't stood late, stood up late nights, taking sim whole flow, like taking oh sim talking about this and he talking about that. Oh, we copied that. Whole. I didn't took stuff. I didn't took stuff from your podcast. I didn't took stuff from Apollo podcast. Take stuff from everybody, but that's trying to sharpen your game, like trying to yeah. get your shit together. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's I why know. I don't even watch nobody's podcast no more. Because whenever I take a peek and see what people are saying, I hear myself, or I see them saying, "Oh, this podcast has said this." I said, "Yo, man, that's me. I said that. Why can't you just say who it is?" Because because if I'm if I'm gonna quote you, I'm gonna say who you are. You know, you know what I'm saying? Well, people are just yeah. weird, man. It's, it's it's a different thing, yeah. But anyway, back to you know back to this whole camera shit, man. So. What do you think about him? Um, um, because I mean, they said it's like six weeks usually. So I mean, what do, what do you think his thing is now though? Like, uh, does he mean something to the Knicks, or or you know, how does he fit going forward now? Yo, for me, the whole Cam Reddish thing is, um, damn. First of all, it kills contract of negotiations because now that he's hurt, it's like how you gonna pay him? You know, you ain't even get to see the whole shebang. So I think they would do. I think they would pull a Mitchell Robinson, right? And um, damn, they stopped my order. Yo, these people here, bro. <laughs> yo, this, they cancel your order. Yo, they cancel my order. You probably order some some fly shit till it's like, damn, this shit smell good. I'm eat that shit. Fuck that. Yo, bro. Oh man. Anyways, um, it kills contract negotiations. One, two. It's a bummer because you started getting acclimated to the offense. You started seeing more and more every game, right? To to the point where like people was even saying, oh, "Yo, I'd rather see Reddish on ball than RJ." Saying, you know, little stuff like that. Yeah, people say. Wild stuff, man. <laughs> but yo, man, yo, it's I would pay him. For me, me personally, I would pay him. I'm paying him because I'm banking on. I'm paying him. I'm paying Mitch. Paying RJ. I'm banking yeah. on the future. For me, well, I'm, I'm looking at hoops hype, man. They, they say he signed. He signed um 
he signed for next year, and then he has a player, a qualifying offer in 2023-24. So they yeah. say he's on contract in, in on next year. Yeah, but you could offer him the, you could offer him the, the extension this offseason oh, after the third year. Yeah, so that's why Porzingis, that's why the whole Porzingis situation happened because they basically asked him like, "Yo, are you going to be signed?" And that was in the middle of the third year. And whatever the case may be, he didn't want to be signed or they didn't want to offer him the contract he wanted. So he left. So I think that whole do you pay them after the third season thing, I think it I think it puts like a cloud over your team's head. So that's why I would like to just get that out of the way. Especially Mitchell Robinson, after what I seen, he's project like what he's worth, his projected worth is like twelve to thirteen million. How can you say no? Well, I mean, now, now 13, 12 to 13 million, I, I, I could, it makes me feel a little bit better. 15, 15 is just like that shit makes, gives me, gives me the heebie jeebies, you know? But I mean, <laughs> 15. yeah, 15 million gives me the heebie jeebies. Like 12 to 13, it's like, all right, if that, if that's your guy to show you, you know, then that's fine for me, man. But, you know, I don't know where that 15 million, 15 million numbers come. I mean, all these numbers change all the damn time, you know? It just drives, that, that drives me crazy too. But, you know, back with this Cam Reddish shit though, man, like, like, um, like okay, we we have the extension shit coming up with him. So so I mean, like, do we extend the guy that has a dislocated shoulder and we don't know if you know how that's gonna end up? Because I, I was talking to to the, to the people when he was gone that like if you dislocate your shoulder, you tend to do that more often. You know that that injury never goes away. You know, I I don't have a dislocated shoulder, but I have a um a, what do you call a, um a strained bicep tendon. So it's kind of mm-hmm. basically the same thing because it's all connected to the same um same area, same joint. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm prone to like shoulder problems. So every once in a while, I'll get something where it looks like I have a hole in my shoulder. But really, what it is is just my my, my I have a strain there from the from the bicep tendon that's like pulling on the muscle. Is that's leaving like a like a hole there, you know. So that's um that's that's never good, you know. <laughs> and then sometimes when I'm playing ball or doing anything like like that, I, I can feel the joint, you know. So he's always gonna have that problem. We'll see. It's just like knee problems, man. Once your once your knees start going out, so. That's yeah. why I'm scared for LeBron, man. <laughs> well, back problems too, you know, with Zion. You know, anytime you have a back problem, you know, that, that shit just never that shit never goes away. It just gets worse. I think with Zion, I think with Zion, it's just his weight, six six two eighty. <laughs> Yo, what, what is he doing? Okay, man. Yo, what's up with his clothes, bro? He be looking crazy. He look, he look like like um one of them dudes that be that be in the village, like you know. You know, just doing a village thing. He's just like a he like a village idiot. You know. <laughs> yeah, Zion, crazy man. Yeah. Zion, I, I, I hope he curved. I hope he curved their contract extension off him, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> That's the story for another day. Um, yeah. But the Cam Reddish thing is like it, it's tough, man. It's tough. But if he want 36, 48. he want forty eight million. He wants that. Um, What's the guy? He went the Dylan Brooks contract. I'm all in. I give it to him. I bank on. I, I bank on that. And plus the the TV deal is up in 2025. The go the cap room goes up to 171 million. Well, check it. Um, you know, you know Michael Porter Jr. Right from um, is that the right kid from from Denver? Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, my boy Maga Porter Jr. Well, you know, Mr. Maga, right? They they signed to. <laughs> You know, they signed him to all that money. You know, I mean, he was playing good. He deserved the money, but then he got hurt. So now you're looking at a dude that he has still hasn't played yet. He might play um, this year, 
you know, or he might not, you know, but you already paid him the money. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm afraid of with the, with these, um, you know, these extensions, because you pay a guy based on potential and if the guy never, never, uh, if the guy is hurt and he never reaches the potential, then you just waste the cap, you know? And I feel like we've been there already before on the, on this team. I'm I'm banking on the potential, man. I I think I I think it would be a good. I mean, shit. Leon Rose want to bank on Evan Fournier. <laughs> like, can you yeah. give me a, a a high young in talent something? Yeah, but Evan Fournier averaged seventeen five and five for like you know five six seasons straight. You know, Cam oh Reddish has yet to do that yet. Oh my god, <laughs> that that is a fact. But like, come on, man. <laughs> pay pay, come on. We ain't winning jack nothing with with, with ever yeah. and ever is overpaid honestly but yeah he's he's a guy on the down downside of his career yeah but i mean cam you know he hasn't even gotten to to like his stride yet i mean you know you know personally you know um nick i said it before maybe millen said it that that he thinks that 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 he reminds him of paul george now when i when i see cam reddish and those some of those moves that he did um, you know, in the, in the game, that be, you know, the, well, the game before he got hurt, some of those moves that he was doing, I was like, wow, this dude, he has, he has like the, the package of like a, um, of a real superstar. The only thing that's missing from it is, is just consistency and just the fire to, to be, be a killer, you know. And I think that's what, that's what the problem with George, what Paul George was early on is that he had the skills, he had the athleticism, but he just didn't have that, that, that killer yet. But he, he eventually developed it, you know. So I think Cam Reddish could do that. You know, so yeah. I, I'm willing to keep him around too, man. But you know, 48 million for a guy that just that just busted his shoulder. I don't know, man. I'm banking on it, man. I'm going to the yo. We haven't banked on nothing really, where it's like you're banking on something that's really extra positive. Like you're banking on Alec Burks, giving him 30 million. You're banking on Nerlens. You're banking on Evan Fournier. I'm not even gonna mention Randall because at least he could give me 20 and 10. So he's He's earning his his check. He earning his dues. Them other three dudes, it's like come on, yo. It's like I I rather I rather have I rather pay a, a young wing now and solidify that position so I can really put my focus on other positions, aka the point guard position. But is there is that said point guard really needed, right? Because you, Julius Randle, wants the ball in his hands. RJ Barrett, he wants the ball in his hands. So, no. <laughs> like, do we just get a guy who's like a – what's the quarterback I'm, uh, I'm thinking about, bro? Like a, a, a think and dunk quarterback. Uh, damn, what's the term I'm looking for, bro? Like a guy who just plays and say, just a smart basketball player in the part in the point guard spot. That's all we really need. Not ball dominant, you know, can make a three point shot. I want I want an athletic guy, bro. Personally. Well, I mean, you know, if, if we're gonna if we're gonna be um banking our money and and Mitchell Robinson, who who is who is um nobody wants to agree with this, but he is injury prone. Cam Reddish just busted his shoulder. So we got we got, if, if you want to put money in those in those guys. You know, but we still have a solid. But now, now, now we um we can't get the point guard because we already invested um money on these guys. You know, what I'm saying we, 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 that's what we have to choose from now. It's like those, you know, you know, bargain bin point guards. Never, never say never. So look at it this from, from this angle, dog. Don't worry about cap no more. I think the whole cap space thing is a myth. 
has shown in the past like two, three years because people are getting signed and traded all the time. Now, these contracts that we got on our roster, uh, you got to remember going into the season, they it was two years guaranteed, right? But going into the next season, it's only one year guaranteed. So it's basically like you only got the guy for one season and you could decline their contract and you don't got to deal with them no more. So they will look better. Like our assets look, will look way better this summer. And I feel like I, I, I'm not too worried about getting the point guard position. It's, it's so many options, bro. So many sign and trade options. Sexton, Brunson. It's a, it's a, it's so many sign and trade options that you could do. I, I don't think that I, I'm not too worried about that that point guard spot. I'm I'm more worried about getting certain. I'm more worried about getting these young guys paid, solidified. I don't want to worry about contracts anymore or when this sad person is getting paid because I like this nucleus but I just want to win with guys that matter aka Randall and the kids and you know Taj Gibson matters you know I love Taj Gibson Derrick Rose matters like all the vets matter but I'm talking about the actual guys who's going to be in the rotation right because I I think Taj should be in street clothes but hey yo OG's OG's Power the youth. I don't know where he get the chopped cheeses from, man. <laughs> like, I can't be mad because he don't suck. <laughs> so I be trying to get mad at times, but it's like, damn, he going, damn, he does the right rotation. Damn, he gets the correct rebound. I mean, he began, he began destroyed by bigger centers, but yeah, he competes though. I don't right. know about destroy, but I mean, he, you know, I, I don't think he's just, he don't got the stamina no more for for to constantly be banging with them for like you know extended minutes. But his yeah. footwork in the paint is awesome, man. His touch on the inside is good. Yep. You know. Yep, I strongly agree with that. He's a good, yo, he's not a bad player, yo. He's not a bad basketball player, man. I really. He's just I, old. Yeah, he's just old. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If he if he was five years younger, he would be our starting center, no problem. Five years and not starting summer. Well, five years ago. Yeah, five years younger. Yeah, I think he would. He probably would under Tip. Knowing knowing how Thibodeau is, he probably would. Thibodeau is a demon, man. Yeah. Oh man. I don't know, man. But, I don't. I don't want to build a roster based on like, oh, I hope these guys do something. You know that? Because I mean, that, that's just Franklin Lakino all over again. But now you added Franklin Lakino, not only to. Um, well, Frank is gone now, but but you know RJ RJ had the Frank Miller kind of thing, but RJ actually is becoming who he's supposed to be. But uh, but Mitchell Robinson got the R got the um, Frank Miller kind of thing on him, and uh, you know Grimes got the Frank Miller kind of thing on him. Deuce got it on him. You know Cam got it on him. All of our young guys got the Frank Miller kind of thing on him. You know you know what I'm saying. So you know we got we got to hope like four or five guys reach potential. Like when does when does that happen? You know, because I mean, you know, I, I I keep bringing this up too, like with, with the whole Kristaps thing. You know, Kristaps mm-hmm. left because he felt like the, the the Knicks weren't um building roster enough for him there. You know what I'm saying? So what happens if 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 like um these guys starts getting to their contracts and then like um let's say no matter of fact the guy that needs to be extended is RJ. You know, so RJ hasn't even got his money yet. You know, so so what happens mm-hmm. if after once we pay RJ that RJ looks around and says, "Yo, man, everybody on my on the roster is freaking um still trying to grow, and I'm already here." You know, so then now what? You know? Yeah, I mean, yo, man, it's tough, bro. I, yeah, I just don't want to be that team, you know? 
Yeah, man. But at the end of the day, it's like RJ and Mitch played with each other for a couple years now, too. So you got to think about chemistry as well. I mean, it, yo, honestly, yo, I, I'm just I'm torn over the, the the center position and the point guard position. I think the other three positions on our team, the shooting guard, small forward, and the power forward position, I think those spots is kind of solidified. I think um, we don't have to worry about those spots. But the center and the point guard position, yeah, very questionable. Yeah, we just, we just need starters, man. We have a lot of guys with potential, which is great, but we, we got to find starter. Because, I mean, these guys are on the on these small contracts. So, you, you know, you mentioned the salary cap. You know, we we have we have to fill fill the, the space in the salary cap, so you know we, we're gonna have to like um, sign somebody to, to fill that up, you know. So we we just have to make the right decisions to to um to spend the money correctly and, and not overlap, not continue to keep overlapping the same way we did, you know, by drafting you know Obi, you know, to overlap this guy and you know we we have too much too much guys that can overlap like like Grimes and and um you know Fournier and Burke, so they're basically the same player. They're overlapping each other. So we, we just we just got to be careful. We we need we need to find somebody that, that could that is blatantly a starter, you know. For the center and point guard position, um, hey, I mean positions can overlap, but it depends on how you play your rotations. I don't think positions really matter if you play the correct rotations. That's my. Well, I mean, look look at our point guards though. Between Kemba Walker, uh, you know Deuce McBride, and who who else? Burks and. Like, like, um, you know, how much better is one guy from the next, you know, or uh, between Fournier and Burks, you know, how much better and even Grimes, how much better is these guys in between each other at, at this point in time? You know, they, they kind of like, like if you start, if you start Grimes or you start Fournier or if you start Burks at shooting guard, like it's all the same <laughs> to tell you the truth. It's really just um, preference. Grimes is different at the shooting guard spot because he actually defends. Um, well, Burks, Burks defends sometimes too. Sometimes, <sighs> Fournier act like he he could defend. Sometimes he be acting like it. He don't really defend. No. He acts You're like right? it, but he don't defend. He, he, yeah. he don't really defend. No, he tries though. Evan Evan a try. Burks a try. Burks Burks gamble a lot. He get a lot of games still. But like overall, like both of them is just terrible on defense. Grimes yeah. is just way better. Yeah, definitely. Grimes is better. Grimes is, is a is a better like um in the flow um player. He's more like a glue guy. But um yeah. but Burks Burks actually Burks we don't want Burks playing point guard, but Burks actually has a handle though. He can actually do point guard stuff from the shooting guard spot. That, that's where he flourishes at. And um, Fournier can get to the basket as well as well as shoot it. You know and you know he and he has experience too, man. So he, every, everybody brings a little little bit of something. But you know not not for nothing. You know everything from what one guy does better than the next guy. It's really not enough to say that this guy is clearly better than that guy. Or this guy's clearly better than that guy in this in this present time right now. You know, um, depends, man. It depends. Is is so? Is Grimes way better than Burks? No, obviously Grimes right now is not a better basketball player than Burks. But does Grimes fit the starting unit more than Burks? Uh hell yeah, uh, duh. But like it, it, it's tough. Like, do you sit Evan Fournier? Kind of need to shoot it. Like, you need floor spacing. Evan Fournier spaces the floor. It, right. It, 
that whole rotation is tough. That whole roster, the Knicks roster is just it's clunky, but with the right rotations and stuff, like you can actually work around it. But you know that, that's what I'm saying though, because because out of those out of those guys there, I would rather have have like um, I would rather have somebody else as the as the third piece right rather than these guys, you know? Because I mean, you know, to completely bench Burks, it's just not right because he still has value. So we we need to we need to like do something about that. Trade him to somewhere else in a package to get a better player, and then you know, and then then we'll still have Grimes and we'll still have Fournier to fool around with, you know. But but we we need somebody better than them because we we don't have anybody better than them. You know, same, same thing with any position that we have. We just need to get somebody that's better than the guys we have. But like like you mentioned, you know, RJ and Randall, there's not really nothing wrong with those two guys. Um, like who's the next person? I mean, like like you said, we, we can we can get away with the shooting guard spot because I mean any any of those guys can start, but we gotta choose at least we gotta choose two of them, two out of one, you know. As far as like if we get in the play in or as far as like next season, or as far as like right now. But just um just how the roster's playing out, you know, and, and also too, I mean, this, this this is basketball. Windows close very quickly, man. We can't be like, oh, like in another five years, you know, we this that and the other. But another five years, Julius Randle could be thirty one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And um, his contract is gonna be up. And RJ, what RJ's twenty one in five years, RJ gonna be like twenty six. So I mean, you know, Tom, don't wait for nobody, man. Even like five years ago for me, I was still playing basketball five years ago. I haven't played basketball in like five years, bro. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, things happen before you know you you old. I think my last time playing ball was before COVID. <laughs> oh God! And shout out to Ubi East because they definitely just took my thirty five dollars. What is going on here? They yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my fool. Oh, oh God! I'm not even sure. I'm not even gonna get that. Um, somebody needed to reimburse you. Hmm. I will reimburse you. They will. It's crazy. This is crazy. But um, yeah, our roster, like it's there's so many questions. It's like is 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 people to pay? Do you want to go on the luxury tax with a team that uh is basically 10 games under 500? Like, would that be smart? Um or based on hope? Gotta, yeah, and that's based on hope as well. Like, so Yo, that's tough, man. It's a, it, it's a fine line between all of that, man. Well, you know, we talked about we talked about Mitch a little bit, but what what about quickly? What is quickly for all and all this? Because he's been playing good lately, you know. But you know, from 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 just from from the way I'm looking at it, he's basically just playing the microwave role off the bench of Lou Williams. Everybody said that he's Lou Williams. I, I was saying like, yo, we're calling Lou Williams too early. Maybe he might be better. Now I'm looking at him. He's Lou Williams. You know what I'm saying? I don't want him running no offense. But what, but I want him coming off the bench, and I want him to to uh, to go, you know. And, and I want him to go until he ain't got it no more, and then we'll put somebody else in, you know. So, but I mean, what, what's your opinion on quickly? What do you what do you think his um what do you think he should be, or how we should use him? Quickly off the bench is great. Uh, I think quickly off the bench with another point guard, a la Deuce McBride, <laughs> he can play his game freely. He plays freely when he plays with another uh point guard. So I think. As long as he's not the long point guard on the court, I think he would be fine. I don't, I don't think we could have we should have a problem with him. He's been shooting very impressive from the floor too, and he's getting to the cup now. That's another thing I noticed. He's finally getting to the basket. Like stop settling for those stupid, like do the do the do the uh, floaters and 
you know, like do your little photos and stuff like, but at the same time, get to the cup. You got to put pressure on the defense. You collapse the defense, then you can get your shooters open. Well, you know, this year I think he got himself in trouble because he was kept trying to prove everybody that he was a point guard. You know, he, you know, he, he was trying to prove to Tom Thibodeau, trying to prove to everybody else, yo, I'm a point guard. I've been playing point guard all these years. But listen, bro, you're not a point guard, man. You, you're a short guy that can that can dribble really good. But your for his first step is impeccable, man. That first step is crazy. You know, so like the photos is one thing, but watching him get to the all the way to the to the basket, yo, he's leaving he's leaving dudes like a whole step behind. You know. So I mean, I, I, if he if he can really clean that up, that that's 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 a uh, like a weapon that that I didn't I don't think not too many people in the league have. Emmanuel quickly. I like quickly, man. But quickly, quickly got get quickly got get it together, man. It looks like he be balling sometimes. I don't know what be going on with him, but he definitely got to stop that garbage, man. Got to stop that BS, man, because it's it's mad annoying. He having like he got a blind eye sometimes. Like yo, bro, pass the ball. I like good basketball. I don't care about your numbers sometimes. It, that's why sometimes I be getting on Randall. Yeah, I see him put up 30. But God damn, bro, you hold the ball 15 seconds every time, bro. Damn. Let somebody else eat for once. But it's it like that that's my only thing. Like if you wanna if you wanna hold the ball, do something with the ball. Yeah. Half of the time, Randall quickly, they don't be doing shit with the ball. That's what be pissing me off. Quick decisions, get the ball out, move the ball, get to your spot, and, you, and they'll be out. They, they don't see the double or triple team. They always running right to the double or triple team. He, right. Quickly would go, go quickly would go to the to the double team, go between his legs. Um, the pick would be on the left hand side for him to go away from the double team, and then he would deny the pick and continually to go into the double team, which is now a triple team. You know, but Randall does the same exact thing. Randall likes to ram into the double team, like you know. It, I, they they, they got to figure that out. That, you know, I keep talking about the like tape. They got to watch tape. Like, what the fuck are they watching? You know, I, I, so no, I that, that's one thing about these Knicks, man. I'm tired of watching the same damn thing over and over and over again. And we got all these damn coaches, and nobody's telling these guys to stop doing it. That, that, that shit is driving me crazy. No, I think they watch tape. I don't. I'm not gonna accuse them of. Uh, I, I don't think they watch enough tape. <laughs> if they all watch the tape, I don't know what the hell they watch. They got. They got to get it together, yo. Some of the but, stuff that they be doing is it'd it be like it'd be ballistic. But it's not like every other game they're doing. They're doing it every other play. It's like they're doing something stupid. It's like, come on, man. And then, and then like, like say, remember the Derrick Sims thing where, where you could hear um, Tom Thibodeau is going crazy yelling at um, Jericho. And then he called like like that that whole play went through. And then um the the next play was there was like a defensive lapses on on, on defense. And then he calls a timeout, and the only person that he's beelining on is Jericho Sims. But Jericho Sims, um, you know, messed up the play. But then he also ran the full length of the court and, and still defended the rim, you know. And then you're gonna yell at him for not coming up. I mean, you know, like you know, what, what is he? Stuff. That's regular yeah. Tibbs stuff. Tibbs got to stop doing that garbage, man. Accountability. Yeah, yeah accountability for him. Because I mean, you can't go at one guy and not get on every the shit that's been happening every single game. Like Jericho says, barely play, and you're gonna yell at him about that. He barely plays. So okay, if if he messes up a play, you know, but the play still ran, you know, they ran the, the second option of the play. But you're gonna get that mad at a dude that never plays, you know? It doesn't make no sense. It, it, you know, it, everything about him just it just drives me crazy. Man. Yeah, Tibbs is a fool. I, I don't know. Tibbs is crazy. But hey, yo, the gods be protecting him, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Yeah, like quickly, I, yeah, I seen where Tim, I think, was about to get a attack. I, I, I shared the video too. And yeah. you see quickly and Randy holding Tibbs back. <laughs> like these, the young guys be supporting him, like, and, and the best be supporting him. The fans ain't supportive of Tibbs, but he's finally getting, he, he's getting it together though, a little bit, but he's forced to get it together through the injuries. Yeah, I want to ask you that too, man, because, you know, it's you know that's that's a big point because the, the players that haven't gave up on Tibbs yet, even though nah. we're playing terrible and then the guys are not just getting the, the offense sucks and the and the guys are just not not able to get off their offense the way that they should. They're not you know the, the coaches just just not taking advantage of our of our advantages out there. You know what I'm saying? But but the 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 players have not um have not stopped playing hard. You know they haven't tuned because when when players tune out a coach, you totally can see it. You know, you could you could just see it like yo, they gave up on this motherfucker. You could just totally tell. But this the the, um, the like the Knicks, even though they're playing bad, they're still playing mad hard, man. You know, yeah. confused but, but mad hard. So, you know, I, I guess that's a good thing to say too. You know, they're very they they play confused a lot, but they they're good at the game. Wait, hold on, hold on, dog. <laughs> yeah, is is he cursing out the the Uber driver? That would be crazy. Yeah, man. But anyway, that, that's that's really confusing, man. With 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 um, the stuff that Tom Thibodeau does, but 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 the players have not have not given up on him. And I hope I hope you guys understand what I'm saying there with that. Is that is that um you know even though we're playing bad and even though the um you know the you know Randall is is acting like a big baby and everybody's complaining and, and all this stuff is happening, um the Knicks still show up every single game and they play extremely hard, whether or not they're playing good or not. You know, and and they, they haven't um given up on each other. You can tell the energy the guys have for each other around the thing. They, they they care about winning, so you know that that's important. That's important to me. I don't know if that's a testament to to Tom Thibodeau or that's a just a testament to the group that we that they have there because they've been together a while. Some of those guys, so maybe they just believe in each other enough. You know, they like each other enough to to play hard for each other. You know, and they're willing to just stick to the game plan. You know, because that's what the, that's what Tom Thibodeau put out for them. So I mean, you know, it, it is what it is, man. So a lot of guys in here doing doing their thing in the chat. This one thing I want State to talk about here, um, Markel Fultz. Got to unmute Mr. State. Yeah, Mr. State. Dumb as hell. You back? Oh, not yet. He's still muted. So anyway, Markel Fultz, man. So I, I'll talk about Markel Fultz. I mean, we need a we need a point guard. Tom Thibodeau likes six foot five point guards. Markel Fultz is a six foot five point guard. He likes point guards that they're not necessarily into creating offense and stuff like that. Marco Fultz is, is not necessarily a pass first point guard. He's a scoring point guard. You know, so that to me is interesting. But the thing about Marco Fultz is I'm not giving up a lot of stuff for that for that kid. Would I, I like give up Fultz. You like him? Yeah. Yeah, I like I like I like Fultz. Well, you know, I don't know if you heard me just now about the six foot five thing. You know, Tom Thibodeau likes tall point guards. You know, so Marco Fultz right off the bat fits that because he's like six foot five. But I mean, what would you give up for Marco Fultz? Because it, it can't be much. Because I mean, the dude been hurt for like his whole career. Yo, you know that? You want to laugh? I always want to laugh. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Fuck. Well, from the day I had today. So. <laughs> I ordered food. They bring my food, but my girl brought my food upstairs and didn't tell me. You know what? Nothing, nothing. I saw her walk past us now. I can see her. <laughs> that shit just blew me up. Nothing, nothing. I, I didn't want to blow her up, man, because I think I saw the dragon. 
Yo, I'm so mad at myself. <laughs> she's going to put some juju in your food, man, on, on the low. Oh, low-low. man, yo. How the hell do I cancel the damn water? Oh, so you know. ordered again? You ordered yeah, food again? Yeah, yo, like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, man, communication is key, man. You got to communicate with your lady. <laughs> you know they're smarter than us, man. Yo, my, my, my wife saved the day today with my shit. You know, because I'm, I'm a stupid ass. I, I did something stupid to, to complicate things, and my wife had to come in and, and fix everything. One, two, three. That's why, men need, that's why men need women. Yeah. Now I'm agitated. Because <laughs> I can't put two of the saves. <laughs> Can you cancel? Um, Is it too late to cancel? I, I, I don't know. But if you, if, you, if you can't cancel it, then you got, you got food for tomorrow. You know, it's a bright side to everything. That's why I love you, dog. You made it sound sensible. <laughs> I tell you, I don't love no man, man. You, you keep trying to say you love me. I, I don't love no no man. Man, I can't, I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm giving you shoulder hugs, man. I'm giving you shoulder. No, 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 no bellies. No bellies touching over here. You know what I'm saying? Markel Fultz, what's the trade though? You get what I'm saying? Like, what, what, what's Orlando doing? Your draft is sucks. You're drafted Cole. You pay folks. Wendell Carter looks good right now. You got Mo Bamba. He should be walking right to the Knicks this offseason because you're, you're about to have another high lottery pick. But I already said it. Orlando is the team that the Knicks need to call. That is a fact. They have. They need to call them. That is the perfect, like, well, the, the one the one player that that, that, that we're not going to get is Cole. I don't think we're getting Cole Anthony. I think I think that they want him to be the guy there. You know. Well, if if we trade for Cole Anthony, we're going to have to give up a lot for it, man. Because I mean, he is putting up numbers over there. You know. Hmm. That's interesting. He is putting up numbers, but I mean, your your, your lottery pick was your lottery pick was. Jalen Suggs, you got them fourth. Wouldn't you want to? All right. Matter of fact, this is how I can frame that question. I know I can frame that question. Yeah. Let's say we had that problem, right? And we drafted Cole, but then we go in the next year's draft and we draft Suggs. But we already paid Fultz, but Fultz was coming back from injury. Would you like say, fuck it, we're going to put pegs or whatever in the backcourt, the other one come off the bench for that, and we just going to have a three-headed monster? Or would you try to trade one of them to get assets to upgrade another position on the floor? But then you got Franz Wagner as your small forward. So it's like... Yeah, they, you know, Orlando Magic, they have they're, they have a, a good problem. You know, they, they have a lot, a lot of... They have, they have a lot of talent, but it's not like like the Knicks where we got like Fournier, Works, and and, and um, Grimes, where they all basically do the same player. But um, Fultz brings something to the table. I think Fultz is um, is ready to to actually continue his career, you know, as, as a as a starter in the NBA. Cole Anthony is definitely going to be that that dude going forward. Um, Wendell Carter um, Jr. is absolutely a starting center in the NBA. You know, um, you can just go to even Obama. Obama's on his way to becoming something. You know, I don't know if he's a power forward or a center. You know, but I mean, you could go down. If it sucks, well, it sucks to me. I think it's more of a shooting guard. You know, he's more of a shooting guard than than the other two guys are. Word, but but when I watch him, he looked like a. When I watch him, you know, you know who he remind me of. A 
more athletic and sugar remind me of heroin. Come on now. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I mean, not not necessarily from from like you know output whatever, but just the way that they play, they kind of play similar. I don't I don't know if Kate Cunningham is is a point guard, but he plays point guard. It's the same thing like Suggs. I don't, I don't know if he's a point guard, but he could he could play point guard. I'm gonna throw a name at you, Drew Holiday. Could play right. some two, play some one. You could play him in the backcourt with another point guard. Play on ball, play off ball, and he's a hell of a defender. If I know you probably seen the stat where it was like the top ten. NBA defending guards in the league. You've seen Suggs up there. You see RJ Barrett as well. And you also see Emmanuel quickly. And shout out to shout out to King Reggie, man. I appreciate you. And did you know Julius Hank Randall has a defensive rating of 100, 100, um, 109.1, I believe? That's pretty cool compared to what I've been seeing for most of the season with him lollygagging and stuff like that. that that's pretty cool. So it, it's nice to. No numbers like that, and, and, and know that we got some guys who, who who can actually defend. But other teams who got guys that can actually defend that we can actually genuinely talk about them. Like I, I like Orlando roster. I know I know they poop right now, but I, I like their roster. I like our roster too. I know I complain a, a lot about the vets and all that, but you know, and that's the main thing too, Parrish Duggar. I like what he said right here. Oh, I forgot. I'm on my laptop, so I can pick them too. I mean, yeah, y'all. We do so many podcasts. And I do so many. At you could do it all the time, man. Because I mean, you could do that clicking stuff on your phone too, if you wanted to. If he was on your phone, yeah, but yeah, but on the computer at work, it only shows like it only shows like the regular screen. It doesn't show nothing at the bottom. And um, Mo Barber can't rebound. I agree, but you know who knows? He got Julius Randle is a big dude. That dude is double double machine. You know how many bets I put in for Randle double double. <laughs> I ain't worried about no goddamn rebounding. All I'm worried about for my center position is offense. No, no, I am worried about offensive rebounding. I'm, I'm not going to cap about that. But offensive rebounding and shooting offensively. That's what I'm kind of worried about right now. I don't know, man. The defense, you know, when you talk about defense, the, the center is the last line of defense, right? Yep. So, so, to, so to complete the defensive play, you need to get the defensive rebound. True. But we got, we got. RJ's a strong defensive rebounder, right? Randall's a strong defensive rebounder, right? Um, Evan Fournier, well, he's hit and miss. Alec Burks, he hit and miss. Quickly, quickly fights for them boards. I like quickly on the boards. He fights for but what's the primary, what is Mitchell Robinson's primary primary objective out there? I if mean, he's Mitchell, defensive rebounds, then, then, then what the hell? I mean, shit, he's second in the league on offensive rebounds. I mean, he, I, I believe he's top 10 in defensive rebounds total. So, I mean, he's doing his job. Well, that I'm not too sure about. Well, I, I'm not too sure about the defensive rebounding. I'm not right. happy about that. But the offensive rebounding, I know for a fact he's second in the league in that. And he improved the next offensive rebounder rate tremendously. Right. Well, I mean, it's the center spot. He's the guy that's supposed to be rebounding. Quickly's job is to be a microwave scorer off the bench. You know, right. RJ's job is to run the offense. We need him to run the offense for us. Uh, Randall needs to be like the the um the, the third option, right? So he's these guys have other jobs to do. You know, so but listen, Mitchell Robinson's only job is to play defense and rebound, and then maybe get little chip chip dunks here and there. That's that's Mitchell Robinson's job. 
Y'all gonna be honest with you. I can you show the now that since we know the Mitchell Robinson topic, can you show the the Mitchell Robinson the, the tweet that I sent you on on the DM? Um and I believe this is Mitchell Robinson's uncle or whatever. Yeah. And we've been seeing Mitchell Robinson like openly talk about talk out about, you know, just openly talk out against the coach, talk about how he's just running cardio and you know, he's doing his job, he's posting his plus minus stats and this, that, and the third. And then I see a tweet and, you know, shout out to my guy, Jerry. Um, it's Mitchell Robinson's uncle. He's talking about how, you know, I, I love the Knicks, but, you know, I can't wait to get my nephew out of town. <laughs> and it's stuff like that where it's like, it's like, damn, bro. But he, and, and it also said that the guards don't never pass the ball. So, yeah, this is basically what was said. And I'm like, okay, I'm not the only person who don't see our guards not pass Mitchell Robinson the ball. I've complained to die hard about this millions of times. So I know I'm not the only person who sees this. So when I see tweets like this, I... Well, I mean, you know, how are you interpreting this 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 um this tweet here? How are you interpreting it? Because you're oh. talking about the guards don't pass the Mitch. But Mitchell Robertson, is he somebody that you can give the ball to outside of an alley I mean, 70% plus from the floor. I mean, why not? They pass it to Steven Adams. They pass it to every other center who don't have an offensive game. Do Rudy Gobert have an offensive game? Hell no. He got more of an offensive game than Mitch Robertson, though. 70, 70, that 70% from the field that he gets is because he's just standing still waiting for the ball to come to him. And then he just jumps and dunks it. That's not offense. That's, that's him fun. just being athletic. I think that, I think it's more than him that we don't know, and I, yeah, I but people, hey, go ahead. When is he going to show it? When is he going to show that though? Yeah, he, he has. A, he hasn't shown it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I mean, he probably can't show it under this coaching staff. I mean, probably sometimes it's coaching. Sometimes your coaches want you to do that. Want you to do what you do best and stick to that. But this is why I want Mo Bamba because you get why you get. How you debated with me about, you know, what Mitch can do besides stand under the basket? Well, Mo Bamba could be just like Taj Gibson. He space the floor, he can protect the rim, guard, he switch off, switch ability. You know, it, it, it it's just a thought. You know. Here's the thing, though. The reason why I'm going back for you, I mean, listen. If me and you agreed, completely agreed, then the podcast would be fucking whack. You know what I'm saying? We're just agreeing with each other. So I'm just giving the, the other side of the conversation. So, I mean, uh, interpreting this for me, like saying the Knicks don't believe in passing to their bigs and low-key, I can't wait to get my my, um, my nephew out of there. That means these guys have conversations. So so just like you're saying, oh, they don't pass the ball to him. Why not give him a try? Maybe, maybe Mitch Robinson thinks he could do this, but the but the Knicks don't want him to do that. So what if Mitch Robinson says, you know what? I'm going to go somewhere else because I, wanted, because I think I could do more. Well, as long as I'm here with Tom Thibodeau, he's just going to have me running around doing cardio, that type of thing. So, I mean, Mitchell Mitch Robinson, if, if Mitch Robinson thinks that he could do more and he's not going to do it here, then he might go. He literally might go. And it doesn't matter that, that we could pay him more. You know, he just he's just going to leave just, just for the simple fact that he wants um, to be more a part of somebody's offense to do more than just what he's doing. Opportunity, yo. Opportunity is what gets you far in the NBA, man. It's opportunity, man. I, I think there's more to his bag that we get that we give him credit for. I, I, I think Tim's just don't allow him to do 
<laughs> a lot. I don't think Tim I mean, allows him to do a lot. What do you think Mitchell Robinson could do? What what um what kind of player do you think he could be? Because because for me, I, I, I like basically he can't make layups. You know, basically he 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 does not have a post game at all. You know, like maybe maybe perimeter stuff that, that he's that he's shown. You know, little dribbling, driving, maybe he might be able to do. But like stuff like that have, has to do with his position. I don't I don't think he could do basic things that he could do that the people in the position could do. It's tough, yo. Because I don't know. I don't have an answer to that question. Because the past three, four years that we've had Mitchell Robinson, I've been seeing him do the same thing over and over. So I can't, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that he could do something that I've never seen him do, but I think he can do it. I've seen him do it. Anything that I've seen you do before the NBA, if I see you do it in high school, I feel like you could do it in the NBA. But I feel like your confidence has to match. For example, RJ Barrett, he's finally in his third season. He's finally, finally taking guys off the dribble to the cup, just like high school, just like college. Finally. It's not pretty. It's the ugliest off the dribble you can get. It's ugly as hell, dog. You know, RJ game is so ugly, bro. But he gets the job done. So, I mean, I'm not really – once. What I, I feel like once family get involved – now everything is all all, all hell is broken loose. You know what I'm saying? That's how well, I feel. Well, let me throw this at you. RJ Barrett's dad. When when RJ Barrett's dad talks, you know he's talking about how his son is working, and it's a whole different conversation. So I mean that that's that's his dad. But then you listen to Mitch Robinson's dad, Mitch Robinson's uncle, whoever else that did this in the mix, always making comments for him. But well, so I, I feel I feel like another family member said something uh, about his game or whatever. You know, I mean. You know, it, it's just two different things there. But think, of, like, like, like the point that you made just now. RJ Barrett's been doing what he's doing now since he was like a little boy, not even, not even a, l- a little kid. Since he was first dribbling the basketball, he's been busting um cat's ass. You know, and as long as long as he's always been the top of his class all this whole career. So what he's doing now is ju- just a simple fact of him uh, getting the feel of the NBA game, getting the um, getting the flow of of what's happening in the NBA. So I, I think what we're seeing now with RJ is what we're going to see, and it's just going to get better, but this is what we're going to see for the rest of his career until he starts slowing down. But, I mean, Mitch, like it's, Mitch Robinson, if you look at his career, when he was in high school, you know, um, he was just a, a running gun athlete. He was just running up and down. He was shooting threes, though, in high school. I will give you that. You know, but, I mean, now into his fourth year, he can't make free throws. His jump shot looks crazy. His jump shot looks like he's shooting darts at, at a fucking bar. That's what he looks like, shooting, um, you know, in, with, with um, the free throws and stuff. I mean, he still can't make a simple hook shot. He still can't dribble it and and um and spin basic. I'm not talking about Hakeem Elijah one shimmying. I'm just talking about you know um you know just get the rebound fake bounce in it and then go back up. He still can't do that. Everything is still oh I'm trying to dunk everything. You know I mean you know but he's been in the NBA for four years. So where is his progression in the in the things that he's doing? You know aside from now now you you're talking about like you know that he wants to do other stuff. But he can't do the basic shit. You know, th- having to do with his position yet. I, you know? I, I, I think he's yeah, and and this is the stuff that you know that I don't like. Like I, I know we getting at Mitchell Robinson right now. I know I know his offense is trash, right? So you know, that hard. I could ask you this question again. So now that I put this comment up, right? Because I love at, asking this question when it comes to Mitchell Robinson. You know, okay, Troy, you want Mitch out of here? Cool, no problem. 
Who's your starting center for next season? You know, State man, you, you keep asking that question, and we, we give you mad answers every single time. You know, you, you, you just want to sign. You just want to sign Mitch. That's the end of that. Nah, y'all get Nurkic. No, I'm good. He's always I'm OD good on Nurkic. But listen, aside aside from 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 Nurkic, right? Um, uh, yeah, Jericho Sims isn't Jericho Sims on the roster? Do you or do you not believe in Jericho Sims? I think Jericho Sims could could probably um take that that spot. I'm, I, I, listen, for me, I love Jericho Sims. He could be my backup son the next season. I'm not interested. Um, I, I need somebody. I need somebody. Offensively, I need somebody who's kind of dynamic at that spot. I'm, I'm trying to take the next step. Offensively, but Mitchell Robinson is not, not dynamic at that position. I mean, he's showing 70 plus percent from the field. So you don't got to be dynamic to do that. <laughs> but all he's doing is dunking. If you if you watch his highlight reel, he's just standing there waiting to get a dunk. He's not doing anything dynamic. He's just standing there dunking. I, that's coaching. You don't think the coaches is telling him to do that? I know, but you go in a circle. You you said that that Mitchell Robinson is dynamic. He has nothing dynamic about his game. I disagree with that. I think he could go one through five. I think defensively. But we talk about offensively, he, though. We talk offensively. about offensively. Offensively, he can put the ball in the basket. He shoots seventy plus percent from the field. I can't tell you. He can't do a, a jump hook or he can't. But he can do I, a jump hook, though. I haven't seen it. So that's the only reason why I can't all the way. Well, he was in the NBA and he's never done it. We've seen guys that's been in the NBA for four plus years and hasn't shown something. And then they'll show it in like year six, year seven. Brooke Lopez. Yeah, Brooke Lopez <laughs> had a decent career, had a decent career in, in this NBA. But he wasn't shooting threes. He wasn't Splash Mountain his first four years. He was, well, he was, you're talking about Brooke Lopez, the, the one that was on the Nets and all that? Yeah. I'm talking Brooke about Lopez dudes. was a 20-point-a-game scorer, though. He was a 20-point-a-game yeah. scorer before he started shooting threes. Yeah, but he but I, what I, all I'm saying is he didn't develop shooting threes until later on. Yeah, That's but he still, he still was scoring 20 points a game. Before he started shooting threes, he was shooting 20 points a game. Bitch yeah, Robinson has never done that in his life. They two are they two different type of they two different archetypes of centers. I'm not expecting Mitch to score 20 points a game. That's like asking Rudy Gobert to score 20 points a game. That's not his archetype. That that shouldn't be his job. I know, but you can't you can't call a guy dynamic if if there's nothing die about his dynamic. I mean, I, I mean, 76 percent from the field. You love to go in circles, man. You be going in circles. You spinning around, man. I mean, that tells me some dynamic. Dynamic there if you're shooting 70 plus percent from the field, you cannot dispute that he's shooting 70 plus percent from the field. But then my, my answer to that again is just like I said a few minutes ago is that watch his highlight tape, it's just him dunking the basketball underneath the rim. That's the whole highlight tape. I mean, hey, I can't, I'm not gonna disagree with it. I'm just saying I've never seen maybe we haven't seen it in the first four years because it's just coaching, they're not allowing him to do it. You know, you know who shoots um almost 70% from the field that made the all-star team? That that kid from Cleveland that, that was on the Nets, the center, what's his name? Talking about Jerry Allen, who has yeah. elite point guard play and who has oh. an elite power forward next to him. Listen, an elite, elite elite point guard play uh, is gonna is gonna make you do something more than than um than um um than just dunking. Because uh, Jerry oh, oh. does more than dunk. Can I so let me shoot a I like that. I like I like how you just threw that in there. 
like how you do. So let me ask you a question. So Chris Paul was on the Knicks. Mitchell Robinson would average 15 points per game. It depends if if um if Tom Thibodeau is gonna run pick and roll because Tom Thibodeau seems like he don't care who the hell is a point guard. He ain't nothing. He ain't gonna run no pick and roll for nobody. Yo, yo, Dow, don't do that. <laughs> you don't do that. Don't do that. All right, listen. I'll I'll play it again if you want to play. Right. So, um, Chris all Paul. Right. Chris Paul. Uh, you know, he he paid. He got um. Um, what's the dude's name? Um, Mikael Bridges. Before that, before that, he got he got um. What's what's the um the the, the center? Tyson, uh, Chandler. The, Tyson Chandler. He made he made Tyson Chandler a hundred million uh, millionaire. You know, just by giving him lobs and stuff like that. You know, but you know they they run that offense. What's the other dude that was that was his starting power forward on, on that team? For what's team again? For for Charlotte. Uh, Mikael Miles Bridges. No, no. I mean, I'm talking about the first, uh, the back in the days when he was with Charlotte before the first time. Oh. I can't um, usually look it up. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, damn. God damn, I know who you're talking about. I can't get his name either, man. Hopefully, somebody puts it in in the chat. Ah, uh, Bruiser. He a Bruiser. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Damn. I'm to yeah. He definitely got him into David West. Yeah, David West. Thank you, um, Les Daly. Dave, David West. You know, he gave David West. Um, he made David West an All Star. You know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But I mean, you know, David West still has some skill. You know, Tyson Chandler. They would they would do a pick and roll like crazy for Tyson Chandler. And it's Chris Paul out there. You know, so I mean, if if um Chris Paul was our point guard and we had a better coach, you know, like that that could that would have that would be running pick and roll that Chris Paul run the show, then then of course um Mitchell Robinson would, would get a lot more shots. But it's still gonna be dunks. It's not gonna not not all of a sudden that. And then we got Chris Paul that all of a sudden Mitchell Robinson is shooting fadeaway um, um jump shots in the paint and running hook shots and and you know double pump you know step backs and all kind of stuff and drop steps all of a sudden he's not going to start uh, you know doing stuff like that you know he's still going to be that guy that's just going to dunk just like Tyson Chandler did for all those years hmm. but at least Tyson Chandler could hit a, 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 fi- a 15 foot jump shot at least towards the end of his career you know you always got to explain your game uh, let's see man. We'll see. It, yeah. We'll see. I, I just need that quickly and McBride uh, uh, combination going. Um, I would love to see Jericho Sims again soon. Yeah, this too. Let, let's mix a point here too. He made he gave he gave. Well, Blake is nice though. I can't. I gotta give yeah, Blake. Blake was nice before Chris Paul. Yeah, I mean, well, he 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 was was Chris Paul there when he got there? Not not Blake first year. Blake first year, he was 20, he was 20 and damn near 10 with no Chris Paul. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah, and he's good. I mean, he averaged like like five or six, five or six assists almost some some years, man. So he was playing, playing decent ball, you know, um, whatever. He's a good basketball player within himself, man. So but but anyway, uh, Jordan, um, this guy Jordan, uh, DeAndre Jordan is trash. He has he has no offensive game. So he he made he made DeAndre Jordan a millionaire too. But the thing with DeAndre Jordan is that he walks in the gym 13, 15 rebounds a game. You know DeAndre Jordan, you know yeah, Mitch Robinson. Mitch Robinson, not so much. You know it's like hit miss for him. You gotta get there, DeAndre Jordan. That's a big, that's a big man. Forget <laughs> Pauls, but that's, that's also a strong man. <laughs> yeah, DeAndre Jordan when he first came to the NBA, he he wasn't big like that. He nah. eventually grew into the body, you know. But 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 walking to the gym by year four, DeAndre Jordan was 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 giving you um you know putting up numbers for you. You know. What numbers that he's supposed to put up, you know, not not anything extra. He oh he always he he ended up mastering the things that he's supposed to do, you know. True. Um, so Thirteen Joe, rebounds, Joe, uh, fifteen rebounds a game. Jesus Christ, man. 
So Joseph John said, Mitch is one dimension, one dimensional and not dynamic. Using the wrong term here, man. I mean, one dimensional, I mean, he gives us only what the coaches tell him to, what to do. Like he only he dives to the rim, um, live threat, plays defense, switch off, call a call out um the defensive calls, and he just does his job. I'm not I wish he would shoot the ball. I mean, it would make everybody else game easier. Randall don't have to play on the perimeter all the goddamn time. But hey, it happens, man. Yeah, but have, have you seen have you seen Mitch Robinson shoot though? Mitch Robinson looks like um you know one of the paintings from Good Times and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Good times. <laughs> yo, you know what it, yo, that yo, his form is disgusting. His form is disgusting. His, his free throws. Looking at him, watching shoot free throws, it's like yo, you've been in the NBA for four years. Your job is to practice basketball. Why are you not getting better at it? I, I just don't get it. Um, I don't know, man. Um, I met you, Robinson. Yo, that Mitchell Robinson convo be getting testy. Cause man, I ho- I hope he don't walk on us. And I go, I'm on, I'm on here fighting for this man. <laughs> you know, but you know, guys, guys got to do what's best for them and their family. They've been saying that for years. So he got to do his best for him for what he thinks his career is going to be. So, I mean, if he thinks that he's better than he is and Tom Thibodeau is just not going to give him that opportunity, then right now he, he has a chance to do that. And, and like, around the league, they, they, they're saying the same thing they're just saying. They, oh, he shoots 70% from the field. He has all this potential. He can guard one through five. Everybody says the same thing you say. Well, everything that you say is, is, not, is not, um, not true. It's the truth. You know, you know what I'm saying? So another team will take that, that same, um, you know, bet against, uh, you know, bet on Mitch Robinson and pay him that $12 million that he's asking for. You know what I'm saying? So, and he's unrestricted, so the Knicks can't can't really can't hold on him. If he if he wants to leave, he can leave. Now we do what we do have is his bird right. So he, even if we in free agency, he could actually sign with the Knicks regardless of we wouldn't have to worry about the cap room with with Mitchell Robinson. But then it's like, do you want to pay luxury tax for a team that regressed the year prior, and your free agency wasn't that good? So. Right. Yeah, and, and a sign and trade, sign and trade Mitch for Brunson. The Mavs will not be doing that, brother. The Mavs will only do. I think they'll only do a Brunson for Randall trade. Um, I don't think they'll do Brunson for Mitch. Uh, that's. But well, would you would you do a uh, Brunson for uh, for Randall trade? <laughs> that's not selling high on Randall. I'm good. No, thank you. Well, if if you look at Dallas, what are they missing? A power forward. Well, they they really missing a, a center, really. A center, powerful, basically a, an elite front court guy. That's what they're missing. Well, I mean, you know, they they have they have guys that can shoot. They have they have a guy that can do the same thing. They got that dude that was on Team Canada. I, I forgot his name. And they got the other dude, Clazer, whatever his name is. Those guys, they Max Cleaver. Yeah, Max Cleaver. Those guys are, are basically like um uh, stretch stretch bigs, stretch fours. You know, they sure. you know they're not they're not really tough enough to be a center. But I mean, you add Mitch Robinson to, to that particular squad. Now you have that dunk, that duck princess that just standing around the room. Excuse me, standing around the rim waiting for an alley oop from 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 Luca. That that works better for their team. To tell, to tell you the truth, yo, that would be yo. You know how much that would hurt to see Frank, Mitch, what, what, where Frank? and all those guys all all, all the fuck on goddamn Dallas, man. Where you God, see Frank? Man. Frank, what you mean? Frank is selling watches on the end of the bench, man. You know what I'm saying? He's selling silk scars at, at halftime. Oh, that dude's not saying basketball. Silk scars, man. 
Yeah, he's from France. They, that's what they do. We oui, we. Oui. Valley Francais. Yo, what do y'all be coming up with? Yo, where do y'all be coming up with these trades from? Like, do y'all be just waking up with just 2K on and y'all just be like just trading anything without giving no? You, okay, you trade IQ and Mitch for Brunson. Okay, brother, who's your starting center? Jesus? Come on with your nonsense, man. But 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 Mitch, I mean um um state. We we can we can we can get a starting center. We just have to make oh. it move to get a starting center. Yo, Nurkic and a Randall front court ain't cutting it. <laughs> but, but what's so special about the Mitchell Robinson and Randall front court? What's so special about that? I don't know. I rather Mo Bamba. <laughs> okay, Mo Bamba. If we get Mo Bamba, um, is Mo Bamba Randall gonna gonna be a better fit? Is water wet? I don't know about that, man. Because I mean, you know. Nurk, Nurk is a, at least I know that they, they, that he he can move the ball when he gets it. If if he gets the ball inside, he can score if we need him to. You know he he's gonna that. rebound. He's gonna. I don't huh? need that. I don't need that. I don't. What I don't do need you that. need as a center then? Clogging the paint. I want somebody who can space the floor for Randall and RJ to get. Oh, Mitchell Robinson's not doing that though. Mitchell Robinson's not spacing the floor. He's not spacing the floor, but Mitchell Robinson shoots seventy six percent from the field. My God, <laughs> you keep saying it, but, he, but Mitch Robinson don't space the floor. That's a that's clouding what, what you're trying to say. Mitch but Robinson don't space the floor. He shoots seventy six percent from the field. What you yeah, want me to if say? You at, if you look at his season shot chart, every shot is at the rim. He doesn't shoot nothing outside the rim. Everything think, is underneath right. the basket. So let me go at it from this angle. Your vertical ability can help with spacing as well. How? Because you're a lob threat. They got to respect you. So somebody got to obviously step up and guard you. That's it's why it's uh, offense. Where is Mitchell Robinson uh, getting lobs? He, he don't get lobs in this offense. He get lobs. You don't get a lot. He get lobs. What the, what, what the hell, Steve? Yo, you don't get a lot. Wait, well, I'm telling you what I see. Every, what you want me to do? Are you saying he's a lob there, but he don't get lobs? So what's the what the what nah, are we he gets about? lobs. He get he definitely gets lobs, and he but gets he don't get rebounds. He gets, does he get he twenty does the dirty work? He don't get defensive rebounds. You know, a lot of times he he switches off on defense and leaves the center wide open and leave, leaving quickly in those guys to guard the center. So the argument, so 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 to rebuttal that, Julius Randle gets the most defensive rebounds on the team. So right. you got a uh, you got a you got an elite defensive rebounder next to Mitchell next to Mitchell Robinson. Dog, he can't focus on everything, bro. <laughs> but, but all Mitchell Robinson's job is is to get rebounds. I disagree with that, Mitchell Robinson. I think he does more than what we don't. I think he does more than what we don't see. I think he calls it's, out it's, sets and, and stuff like that. Oh, calling out sex is more than is 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 so hard to do. Yeah. Isn't isn't it the job of every single basketball player on the court to communicate? When you got teammates in your star five like Evan Fournier and Randall, who who's, has low IQ on defense, yes, you're damn right. Your job is hard. Yeah, Mitchell yes. Robinson. Mitchell Robinson is doing a horrible job of his job then. Nah, you know, you if not, he's the guy calling not. the shots, then I mean, then, 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 you know, then he's not the guy. Then, nah, we not, nah, nah, because Evan Fournier and Randall has never played a hint of defense, and my man got a cover for both of them every game. Go yeah, man, you got to give him some type of credit. Well, listen, you, you're, you're circling around again because we, we were talking about shooting seventy percent from the field, but I'm like, where's the shots at? He don't shoot nothing but at the, at the rim. You're talking, you're saying that Nurkic don't do it for you because Nurkic don't stretch the floor and those this that, and the other. But what the Mitch, Mitch Robinson absolutely does not do that. Yeah, but if you're a vertical threat, you can help with spacing as yeah, long as you're a vertical threat. But listen, that's another circle because we don't run lobs. 
We don't run. We don't run twenty lobs a day for for Mitchell Robinson. I mean, he's still getting his point out the mud. His points out the mud, though. So I don't. I don't know what you. Nurkic is not a vertical. You can't run a pick and roll and throw a lob to Nurkic. That's not good. That's not good spacing. That's horrible spacing. A lob. A lob is spacing. Yes, I thought, I thought it shooting absolutely is. is. Yes, I thought shooting is spacing. Shooting is spacing, but a lob that a vertical lob that can also help with spacing as well. The reason why DeAndre Jordan isn't all that effective no more because his athleticism is gone. He can't be a lob threat. He can't help space the floor. It's you, you, never can't go, work. you can't go by 2022 DeAndre Jordan. You got to go by when he was good. At, at the time, it, in with the with the Clippers, they had shooters. They had elite shooters. They had freaking JJ Reddish in his prime standing over there in the corner. They had um, Chris Paul in his prime. Um, um, Blake Griffin was in his prime. He had a couple other guys that were pretty good on on that team as well. So I mean, everybody could, could fit there what they do. And and you know, Chris Paul was running heavy, heavy, heavy um point um pick and roll. They they called them Lob City for Christ's sake. Like every other play was a lob on that team. That's true, but you could also say that what. You can't tell me early Blake was spacing the floor from three with DeAndre Jordan. They had to get spacing some type of way. And how they got spacing? You just said it yourself. They was getting lobs. Those lobs caused spacing. They Being a no, verbal no, I, threat, said, I said the spacing I, was on J.J. Redick, one of the greatest shooters of all time, standing, standing over there shooting. And they yeah, had other shooters too. Yeah, but you got two guys in your front court. None of them, none of them spaces the floor. Well, Blake at that time wasn't shooting threes, and we all know DeAndre Jordan couldn't shoot, couldn't shoot if his life depended on it. Right. But do do the Knicks run um that offense? Nah, we run a few pick and rolls. We run a few. We we run a few. They try here and there, but we don't run enough to even mention it. That that's that's how much pick and rolls we run. No, nah, we don't. But Mitch still gets points out the mud, and he still shoots seventy six percent from the field. I'm not. I'm not dismissing that. I'm sorry, and he's doing that with no. With his point guard play is trash. Put some respect on my man name, man. Sign who? Like, hey yo. Nah. Yeah, but but listen, I, you know, I, I get it. I get it. You like a player, man, but I mean, you can't make stuff up. They, they, the Knicks don't run no pick and roll, so you can't you can't call him a vertical threat if we don't run no pick and roll. We don't run the offensive pick and roll. If you, if you say that we need a point guard and stand up there, Mitchell Robinson would do well. But but Tom Thibodeau is the guy running the is the guy's offense. That's his offense. We don't run pick and roll. No matter who's out there, we don't run pick and roll. Well, we run enough pick and roll. And from what I've seen, Nurkic is, is not a vertical floor spacer. So that that threat of him catching a lob, his man is going to pack the paint. So he's a – the Nurkic thing is a horrible fit for Randy. Because yeah, you, you're only talking about the vertical threat, though, man. The, the guy has a whole different game. Nurkic don't space the floor. Different. You don't space the floor. I mean, the, the guy can shoot. The guy can shoot. He does space the floor. I don't get it. It's funny because you want you want to um, push this vertical thrust up, but but Nurkic is a good basketball player. You can't you can't say you can't say Nurkic is a basketball a bad, a bad basketball player when his number straight across the board is straight better than Mitchell Robinson's. You know, if you want to talk about blocks, you know, and blocks and, and field goal percentages, that's the only thing. But everything else, Nurkic is a good basketball player. No, I'm good. I'm good, bro. <laughs> He's not terrible though. He's not terrible. He's not durable neither. Neither is Mitch. <laughs> Mitch is hurt right now. And I'd rather pay Mitch than I'd rather pay Mitch than look at Nurkic on the bench. You kidding me? Yo, yo Mitchell Robinson been hurt for four years. He's injury prone too. Nurkic's been hurt for four years. Nurkic's career died after Braun dumped on him. 
I haven't seen him since. Who, Nurkic? Yes. But Nurkic's stats are still way better than Mitchell Robinson's. I can't go by our stats. I'm going on chemistry with my team. No, you're going off imagination, State. You're going off imagination, bro. Imagination? Why did Leon Rose re-sign the guys from last season? Because of chemistry. What's that got to do with Mitchell Robinson? That has a lot to do with Mitchell Robinson. Because you don't get a guy like Nurkic to come in who's gone. Yo, he's an even worse He's a worse fit for Randall than Mitch. I'm actually. Why do you say that? Why do you say that? Because for one, Nurkic, one, you can't switch. He has no switchability at all. It's not the at all. That's one. Two. Now you got now you got two sleeves on defense in your front court in Mitchell and and Nurkic and Randall. And three. Nurkic don't space the floor because he's not a vertical threat and he don't shoot threes. But he he can still space the floor. He can shoot. He can still he can pass the ball, definitely. You know, so he, he can space the floor and allow um Julius to get more space in the paint by, by at least giving them giving them the option for him to pass out of uh you know out to give the guy to give um Julius back the ball. Mitchell Robinson don't do that at all, man. I don't know, man. I'm good on Nurkic, bro. I don't know. Yeah, but, I wish, but, I wish you can't, one thing one thing about this conversation, you cannot lie and say that Nurkis is just trash, and then you're gonna say Mitch Robinson is, is so good. Yeah, I mean, Nurkis. because Mitch Robinson is not so good. I never said Nurkis trash. Nurkis is trash. I said Nurkis is a trash fit for Randall. He he's a disgusting fit for Randall. But I mean, how was the fit for, for Mitch Robinson and Randall? How how was this fit? I mean, it's working. Is it Mitch- we're losing? <laughs> we we gotta be losing. We're losing. So you're going to losing, you going to losing angle route to disperse the Mitchell Robinson and Randall Parkour. Yeah, but but you said, I, see what I'm saying? You just you just circling around. You just circling around. <laughs> you just circling around. Like I don't know what you're saying. Mitchell Robinson is not working because we're not we're not winning. If we were winning, then I then I was I would say that you have a point, but 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 we're not winning. We're not winning because of Mitch. That's a, you can't put that on him. I'm not saying that we win. See, there you go circling around again. I, I didn't say that. I didn't say that either. I mean, that's what it sounds like. I'm just saying what it sounds like. Just like um, my, my man and, um, from, from the video the other day, it sounded like he <laughs> he's literally said word for word this. Well, you can say what it sounded like he said that. What the fuck are you talking about? I, I mean, yo, I mean, listen, dude. I, yo, listen, dude, dollar, man. We ain't going agree on that one, man. It's just, it oh is a certain thing we ain't going to agree on that one, man. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. Nah, honestly... Yo, I mean, listen. Let me let me talk to these guys here. Nurkic is trash. Look up at his stats, man. You cannot say dude is, is trash. Nurkic dropped. Look, look, look what he said. Nurkic dropped on thirty-two, eight, four or four assists like two weeks ago. Come on, against the Knicks, the, um, not not too long ago, he had like twelve and seventeen rebounds and like four blocks. And Mitchell Robinson was on his fucking nut that game. He bust Mitchell Robinson's ass that game. So I mean, he is not trash. Just because you want to make a point about something, because you want to pay Mitch Robinson the money, that's fine. You can make your point about what you think of him as a basketball player. But don't, let's, let's not talk about what you think that he can do, or what you, well, or he'd have done it. Oh, if he had this, if he had that, listen, man. If my if my uncle had tits, he'll be my aunt. You know what I'm saying? I, I just I just don't understand. I don't understand what this argument is, man. Like it's it's okay to say that you like your guy. Okay, cool. You know, but don't say another guy is trash because you want this guy to succeed. That's not right. That's kind of fucked up. That's 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 what I accuse everybody out there on Twitter for doing to you. They they, they like to use your lingo and all of a sudden, and they keep tagging you and stuff because they want to try to uh, make you look bad on Twitter. But at the same time, they won't reshare you when you go live. They won't reshare nothing that you do. They won't buy a hoodie. They won't they won't even reshare it or like it. 
But meanwhile, they always tagging you with some dumb shit. That's what this is, man. You, you can't do that. You can't like negate a whole guy's career just because you just like one guy more than another guy. That's it ain't right. Yeah, that's a fact. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say listen, man. I, I don't like I think he's trash from our team. I, I don't like the fit with him and Randy. He's not that basketball player. But Marcus right, I mean, is also a 69% free throw shooter this year. I don't care about his free throw percentage. I care about the fit with him and Julius Randle in that front court, and I don't like it. Now, well, that's that's fair, you know, that's fair. But now, you but you can't say Nurkis is trash just because you because you don't like the fit. That's that's, nah, that's I think I, I, he he's a good basketball player, trash fit for the Knicks, disgusting fit for the Knicks. I, I don't even want to. I don't even want to. I don't know. It's only it's only really one center I want to see start for the Knicks next season. Yo, that's plausible. That I think is gettable. And that's Mo Bamba. It's Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba's a we get Mo Bamba? rebounder, but huh? How we getting Mo Bamba though? So a couple of things got happen. Magic can get the one pick. They drive Shad. Now they got a a, a a bunch front court. They just paid Wendell Carter Jr. fifty million. So you gonna let Mo? You gonna let Mo Bamba walk, or you gonna get assets for him? You probably get assets. The Knicks can you know get off Nerlens Noel, give him up a, a second or something. Nerlens Noel is an asset though. Nerlens Noel is still sitting in, in at your job, laying on the stretcher. That's true, but then you gotta make room. You don't want to pay Mo Bamba, but you gotta get some type of asset for him. I would give him Nerlens and, and two seconds or first, but or first, but, but no, two seconds. I would not give up a first. But you gotta understand, our think of it as. Nerlens contract is expiring this summer, right? Right. Burke's contract expiring. Evan expiring. So when when once you get that first part out, like everything else is like I, right, I can see. And plus, their front court they would want to get a guy who they will necessarily don't have to. You know what I'm saying? Like he don't got to start. He come off the bench and all. Yeah, but Nerlens the will go will go to the Orlando Magic and get waived. Because the, the, the Landry Magic already got Wendell Carter Jr. They don't need on there on the well over there. Ain't our problem, brother. <laughs> and and, and, and like, like like I say, you know, they, they could just sign Robin Lopez <laughs> to be the backup center over there. Anybody could be a backup center. They already got, they already paid Wendell Carter Jr. That's a fact. That's dead facts. But but but, he, but let's go back to this. How do we get Wendell Carter Jr. here? I mean, not Wendell Carter Jr. Um, Mo Bamba. How do we get Mo Bamba here? We're not trading Nerlens Noel in two seconds. So if if you say the Nolan's well is just going to be waived or just be off the bench, then now you're talking about the two seconds. The two seconds is not valuable for Obama. That's not a fair trade. I mean, but if they get a top three pick and they're about to pick a big, then Obama has no value to them. They already have Wendell Carter Jr. But listen, let's say if the tables will turn, right, and you have Obama uh, on your team, right? You like Obama, uh, right? You like Obama? You yeah, like I like, him. I like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, okay we, I love we the got, fit though. But listen, magically, for what Magic won, we got we got Mobamba on the team right now, right? Mm-hmm. So Orlando is asking, um, they want to trade, um, they want to trade their version of Nerlens Noel and two second round picks for Mobamba. What you doing? You, you doing that? Who's their version of Nerlens Noel? Well, let's let's say they got Nerlens Noel's, um, you know, twin brother, Mer- Merlin's Mo Merlin's Moel, whatever. I don't know. Nerlens Fowell is over there. Uh, like, uh, twin. Would, would you trade? For, for for that guy and, and two second round picks for Obama, would you would you would you do that trade? And I'm waving that set guy to clear to clear my cash raise. Yeah, I would. You lie. You lie. If I, you lie. If I had the Orlando Magic roster, oh, yeah. you lie. Why you lie? 
if I had the Orlando Magic roster and I'm drafting a guy like Shet or I'm drafting Jabari Smith, I have no need for Mo Bamba and Mo Bamba's up for a contract. So what do I need him for? So I might as well get player. what I can get for him. Huh? But get uh, get what you can get for him is two second rounds picks and Nerlens the well. Holy shit. Did you That's see what a- we got? Did you see what we got for Cam Reddish? Yeah, but that's Cam Reddish. But that's Mobama. They don't need him. Yeah, but Mobama is, is is already putting up um on um, big time numbers now. Um, Cam Reddish hasn't done it yet. Nah, Reddish was putting up numbers before he came to the Knicks. <laughs> yeah, he, he was. I give you that, but but he's not he's not doing it like like Mobama's doing it. I mean, Mobama getting a chance. He's still on Orlando. He's getting a, his team tanking, bro. You know he's getting all the minutes, man. So listen, it's more Bob, it's more Bob getting the, the stats because they're tanking and they're just playing the minutes. And he's just that's how he's getting his stats, or is he a good player? I think he's getting those stats because they're tanking one, two. I think he's a good player. Three, I think the talent is there, but I don't think the system that he's in will make him flourish. But listen, let me let me tell you what I would do. If if I had if I was to say if okay, listen, I'm the GM of Orlando Magic. I am not trading him to the Knicks for New Orleans Noel and two second round picks. I wouldn't no- either. That's blasphemous. I can't. I could give you a realistic trade, but that—that's like another time, like a, like a. I ain't got nothing to do. <laughs> it's eleven forty-five. We're talking to you on the internet. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired, bro. Like, I, uh, yeah, uh, I, I want to hit a trade. I want to hit a trade. Off the top of the head, oh, 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 put me on the spot. Uh, and I'm, uh, I'm there was no well. I mean, it's the trash. And then now you on the spot now. Now we we could do that tomorrow. Like, what the. F- Yo, yo, I got, yeah, I got your next five. I give you a trade. I got your next five. You need twenty four hours to get. To yeah, get I, I, I definitely do. I definitely yeah, do. You, I gotta do. So not, crazy, not, not only because, all right, I'm shitting you right now. I understand, but only because I need to see. I really need to see the draft lottery. Then I can really <laughs> give you an answer. Yeah. So now we no, 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 only because. If Orlando gets a top three pick, I know they're picking a big. So why would they want to pay Mo? Hold on, they just paid. They just gave Wendell Carter Jr. fifty million, bro. They just paid Fultz, bro. They, how they gonna pay Mo Bamba, bro? They're a small market team, bro. But, but listen, I asked you one question, right? And you said uh, it went from twenty four hours to the second round of the playoffs. You want me to wait to the second round of the playoffs for you to give me the answer to a question? You are oh, freaking out of your mind, man. Man, you 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 are you were a special guy, you know that? You, you oh, special man. Guy. oh man, put up there, put up there. Oh man, now it's Uber calling. <laughs> yo, this is ridiculous, yo. Are you hungry? You hungry now? You you gotta eat your food. <laughs> Hello? God man, state, you are crazy as hell, man. Well, I put this up for state. This is for state's podcast, uh Apple Podcast, Alexa, Google Play, iHeartRadio, all that stuff. You know, I, you know, I have audio podcasts too. That is like collecting dust. It's like dust this thick on on, on that audio podcast because I never upload it, but State does. So if you're looking to to hear the audio version of um the pod, just um make sure you sus- um, subscribe to State's pod, um um State of New York Knicks podcast, and um you know you can get that from from him over there. Now we definitely gonna talk about this more. I got you tomorrow. Second round of the playoffs. Second round of playoffs, baby. God damn. Second round of play. I'm telling you, man. I'm, feel, I'm feeling it, man. <laughs> like, and Mo Bamba's cap hold is 22 million. Bayside Junior, I appreciate you. That's another reason why they're going to let Mo Bamba walk, too. Because that cap hold is too high for after they already paid 
window caught a trillion fifty million. But um, yeah. Well, I mean, if you, if you're telling me that they're gonna let Mobamba go, that's a better argument than saying that oh, I'll trade him for Nerlens Noel two second round picks. Yeah, Holy no, 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 that's a fact. That the real trade I was thinking about is it was centered around. I think it was centered around Obi or one of those other guys. It was something. I mean, that makes it a little I bit. Couldn't, more. I couldn't really think. I couldn't really think of it. I couldn't really think of it right now. But in enough, nothing. Obi, Obi in Orlando probably would be a better opportunity for for all of them because Obi will have an opportunity to be the, the power forward there. You know, because they already have a center and they got a point guard involved there. So, I mean, trading Obi for for Obama might make might make a lot of sense. Yeah, Dow trying to get Dow trying to get us beat up. Man. <laughs> I mean, it does make sense though. I mean, you're talking about giving giving Obi Toppin opportunity at power forward, and then we, we get a young a young center that that could possibly you know be a little bit more for us. It depends. You know? It depends. Um, I guess we got I guess we got into everything. You already had put the the whole stitch of that. Podcast. I'm loving these debates, bro. I'm so glad we disagree on a lot of this shit. Because I hope Knicks management is doing the same thing. Because I'm frustrated with this season. But, you know, three-game winning streak. What I told you, dog, if the Knicks, they win two more games. You got me. I'm calling for the truth of the play. You got me. They got to win these next two games. They win these next two games. They got me. I'm, 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 I'm all in on the players. Well, well, I mean, the next two games you're talking about Memphis and and the Nets, though. Those those are two tough games. No, Memphis, Grizzly, no. Brooklyn Nets, you're scared of those. What? Last time Randall seen Durant, you forgot he gave him thirty and eleven. I forgot. I know he gave him thirty and something. Hey, RJ, RJ, did we lose? You know, I don't give a damn if we lost. Man, <laughs> we on a three game losing streak, man. I'm on my high horse, man. But all right, yo, let me let me holler at you, man. I appreciate you, man. Um, yeah, because I've been on here for mad long. And my, I love my girl. She all alone watching food docs. Yeah, man. I know you got to be hungry. You ordered, you ordered that food mad long ago. Nah, I definitely did. But got to talk to the next, man. But all right, yo. I'm out of here. Yo, I appreciate you, dog. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Um, Eddie, um, Canal, Will, LES, um, Paris, Duggar, Joseph, John. AU, y'all appreciate all of you guys. Kenny Payne, Kenny Payne always pulling up, man. Um, Tricky Nikki, Jeremy, y'all appreciate all of you guys. Dow, I appreciate you, brother. Um, Dow, State of Mind. All of the podcasts will be out on State of New York next tonight by three in the morning. So tune in. A lot of my previous conversations, I will be putting that audio podcast tonight out. So all y'all do is listen out for that. Um, Dow, salute, brother. Yeah, man. Peace. Enjoy food, bro. Wash your hands. Yeah. Corral. <laughs> well, you in your crib, man, so you better use some soap on them things. I will. <laughs> Enjoy. Enjoy, man. All right. Peace, peace. All right. Peace, bro. Yeah, man. See you guys later. Shout out to the chat. Once, once again, everybody here. Yo, man. This state crazy. What state is fucking crazy, man? That motherfucker... Yeah, he'll bring up one thing and then he'll start talking about some other. Wait a second, what about the first thing we talk about? Now he got me spinning around. Wait a second. Anyway, that's my guy. You know, but I don't I don't love no man though. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, he rules out four fingers to the forehead, tucking the thumb salute. I see you guys probably tomorrow. And we'll see if State wanna answer questions or he wanna wait till the second round of the playoffs. Lord help me. All right, peace, guys. Later. <laughs>